Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. 
opportunity to be able to serve you in a time such as this. Father, we see the things that are happening across the world, and it is dumbfounding to us that others don't see the same things that we're seeing, and we just just praise you, Lord, because we know that the time that we are we have finally come to a point in time where we have drawn so close that um, the anticipation and the excitement of the days that we're in right now is pretty overwhelming. But Father, at the same time, we pray for your divine protection and your holy fire to surround around about us on all sides in Jesus' name, because we are under heavy attack. And we should anticipate nothing less than that uh, in alignment with your scripture and the word that you have given us to live by. And we are not uh, befuddled by the fiery trials that are to try us as if something strange has happened to us. And we just praise you and ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you would divinely protect us, assign platoons of warrior angels on search and destroy missions on our behalf to tear up all demonic contracts, eradicate all attempts to come against us, to vaporize all spiritual and earthly weapons and fiery darts with your holy fire. Father God, proactively we pray that you will divinely protect us in accordance with Nehemiah's prayer in one Chapter 1, verse 11, O Lord, we pray, let your ear be attentive to the prayers of your servants and to the prayers of your servants who desire to to fear your name, and let your servants prosper in this day, we pray, and that that you would grant us mercy in the sight of those that we are surrounded by in our workplaces and our uh, our daily uh, uh, lives, uh, in whatever capacity that we're in, whether we're under attack from family members or whether we're under attack, you you know, whether we're not, maybe there are some of us that even aren't even under any attack right now, which is a wonderful thing, and we praise you for that. We lift up our fellow brothers and sisters that, uh, you know, uh, some of which would, I've had some conversations with that are going through a period of respite. We praise you, Jesus, for those periods of respite because we need those periods to be able to regain our strength in accordance with your promises. And we thank you for all the places that we are in the various points of our walk, the, de- the trials, the tribulations, the difficulties, the learning, the testing, the refiner's fire. Whatever, wherever we are in the phase of our sanctification, we just give you all the glory. 
Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you will strengthen us beyond our understanding to a point that we are able to be able uh, that we are able to 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 continue in in this bizarre kind of an adventure uh, where we see the world circling around us and entering deeper into the end times, almost as if we're watching some sort of a movie and we're not really a part of it. And yet at the same time, we feel the stress and the anxieties that you warned us about and and, and admonished us to not allow to overcome us. Uh, They become a part of our lives and we just have to learn to deal with it with, with, with the grace and peace of the promises that you have given us for all of eternity. For that is what we live for. That is the opportunity that you have laid before us, the promises of being in your presence, the promises of being in your glory, the promises of having Jesus be at our side. And we just believe with all of our heart through faith that we will be chosen, not just called, and that perhaps just maybe we would be uh, allowed to be part of the first fruits barley harvest upon the time that you decide in your perfect timing is going to come upon the earth. We praise you. We thank you. We give you all the glory. We, pr- we, we, again, we thank you, Father God, again, for uh, all the revelations that you have given us through this program over the many, many years that we've been doing it. We thank you for all the heads up. We thank you for the revelations of the scripture. We thank you for the impossible mysteries that have been revealed to us. We praise you, Father God, and we pray in Jesus' name that we will serve you with grace and peace, trusting you through thick and thin, no matter how difficult things become, we will take a deep breath, sit back, and be not afraid, nor thou be dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. And we praise your holy name, and thank you forever and ever. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Danger, inaccurate.
Okay. All right. Here goes. Planet X, Nibiru, Second Sun, FEMA camps, FEMA province, Great Aliens, Alien Abductions, FEMA Trains, Mass Race, Naked Body Scanners, Fear Teams, Mind Control Slaves, Soul Schneider, Dolce Wars, Bob Lazar, Reverse Engineers, Alien Spacecraft, Bruce Allen Walton, Utah State Penitentiary, Disclosure Project, Clifford Stone, 58 Documented Species, Georgia Guidestone, Reduced Population of 500 Million, Islamic Rise, I'm on Mahdi, False Messiah, Operation Garden Plot, MK Ultra, 9-11's Inside God, Israeli Messiah, Joseph Collapse, Martin Bush in charge of Securicon, 89-11 Truth, Building 7 Collapses but not hit by a plane, 7-7 Ripple Effect, Establishment of Northcom, Elimination of Posse Comitatus, Russian and Chinese Creeps on American Soil, Denver Airport Underground Bunkers, Forces of the Apocalypse, Close Encounters of the Third Time Coordinates, Chief Underground Military Bases, CIA and Key Operations Relocate to Denver, Atlantis, Lemuria, Middle East Muslim Riots, Public Video Surveillance Cameras, Unified Global Control Grid, World Government, NATO, President for the record, 951, National Defense Authorization Act of 2012, No Habeas Corpus, Extraordinary Condition, Military Industrial Complex, Military Extraterrestrial Industrial Complex, Chemtrails, High Frequency Active Aurora Research Program, Heart, Magneto Leviton Train Systems, Genetically Modified Foods, Seed Balls, Terminator Seeds, Codex Alimentarius, Agenda 21, Chip Implants, Ancient Aliens, Anunnaki, Hidden Nukes, Micro Nukes, Bali Micro Nukes, Underwater Pyramids, Foreign Troop Builders, Martial Law, Project Bluebeam, UFOs Around the Sun, Hybridized Humans, Akhenaten Hieroglyphs, Pyramid Shaped UFOs, Super Soldiers, Nanotech, Financial Collapse, International Monetary Fund, Supercurrency, Disclosure Secrecy, Zachariah Sitchin, Corruption of the Human Genome, Perfect, Perfectly Possessed Human, Shape Shifting Reptilians, Vibrational Shifts, Mainstream Media UFO Reports, Cern Accelerator, God Particle, Effects of a Rogue Planet, Any Matter Accumulator, Stargates, Wormholes, Spirals, Asteroids, Comets, Cosmic Disturbances, UFO Wars in the Earth's Atmosphere, Suns, Heliosphere, Neutrinos, Earth's Core, Earth's Magnetosphere, Third Generation Night Vision Goggles, Earth Wobbles, Elliptic Orbit, Eccentricity of the Moon, Alien Maces, Energy Orb, Strange Sound, Sky Trumpets, UFO FBI Documents Release, Economical Religious Initiatives, Pulse Shifts, 501 3C Government Church Controls, Liaging Cosmic Visitations, Global Seismic Indicators, Rise of the New Age Police, Indigo Children, Star Children, Kundalini Spirits, Personal Angels, Energy Orb, Wind Towers, Lightworkers, Galactic Federation of Lies, Financial Collapse, Third Seal, Media Front Loading, Alien Movies, UFOs, Prophetic Movies, Endless Distractions, Earthquakes, Volcanoes, Tornadoes, and Extended Winters, Animal Die Off, Pandemic, Manufactured Poisons, HIV, H7 and 9, Swine Flu, Ebola, Pineal Gland Destruction, Advanced Bioweapons Release, and Bizarre Chicken Behaviors on the Compound. That they're finally prime for world domination. And so you've got black helicopter coming across the border, puppet masters for the new world order. Be aware, there's always someone that's watching you. And so the government won't admit they face a whole landing. Thought control race like a one standing. Don't mind that. I protested because I made this hat from aluminum foil. foil. Where it has its foil line in case an alien's inclined to pro or read your mind. Looks a bit peculiar. Seems a little crazy, but someday I'll prove. There's a big conspiracy. The, the limits of debate in this country are. are, are are established before the debate even begins, and everyone else is marginalized or made to seem either to be communist or was some sort of disloyal person, a kook, there's a word, and now it's conspiracy. Say they've made that something that that is that is uh, should should not be even entertained for a minute. That powerful people might get together and have a plan. Doesn't happen. You're a kook. You're a conspiracy buff. There's a big conspiracy. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. <laughs> Praise God. Well, you know, here I'm just checking the gizmos and gadgets and lights and things, and everything looks all right, so hopefully uh, the sound is good. All right, but you know what's really amazing is that uh, that that list that I read really fast, praise Jesus, um, came from an article that I had written and on May the 10th of 2011. Imagine that. And um, I, I just, all I did was, you know, when I when I put together the bit, the audio bit, um, I read, uh, at, you know, at pretty much a normal speed, and then I made some adjustments so it came out really fast, so I was able to get it. But anyway, 
But it's amazing when you think about it, um, the amount of material that we've been very blessed to be able to cover over the last 11, almost 12 years now. It's hard to believe that we're working on our 12th year. Praise God. Um, and uh, and I'm just going to, you know, just for fuel for thought, just for the fun of it, uh, you know, if you can, if you can consider it fun. Uh, I, I get a kick out of it because it's, it, it reminds me and anchors me in the distance of the journey that we have traveled thus far. So for those of you who are relatively new listeners of the program, uh, you know, only for a few years or only maybe a few months or so, this might not ring true and you might not relate to it. But for those of you who have been listening to the program for a long time, even if it was intermittent, and you can, and you can remember the times all the way back to 2011, 12, 13, 14, etc., then you would remember uh, us covering, uh, to some degree or another, over, over that span of time, all, all of these subjects. And I'm just going to read down this list, because when it's done at high speed with that audio bit that I just played, uh, it's, it all registers, and you can hear it articulated, the words, but it goes by really fast. It's amazing, really, when you think about it, how much, uh, how awake and aware the uh, vast majority, I don't know if it's the vast majority, but a, a note, if you will, over all of these years that so many people, so many unbelievers, different people in different walks of life from all over the world in different countries have awakened to these things when, uh, you know, when, when we reflect upon them all the way back, you know, 10 plus years ago, um, back then people did not uh, relate to it. So it was fringe. It was super ultra fringe. And now it's not, it's amazing really when you consider it. It, 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 to me, it makes me say, you know, wow, you know, wow. Um, God has brought us a really, really long way. You know, I wonder why our heavenly father who loves us would bring us such a long way in our understanding of the things that are happening around us. And not only the hows, the whys and the what's, but also be able to reflect back to the scripture and have some form of understanding of, of you know, scripturally what that purpose, what the purpose of all of these things are, are for and, um, and, and where they're going to manifest in the end times, if at all. Um, so it's really interesting uh, to me anyway to reflect back on uh, all the topics and key subject matters, uh, matter material that we have uh, addressed in various shows over such a long period of time. Praise God. I'm just going to go ahead and read you this list. And we talk, a lot of these we cover pretty regularly still, but some of them we don't. We've let them go to the wayside for good reason. For example, Planet X, we will continue to talk about Planet X, Nibiru, Nemesis, whatever you want to call it, the destroyer of nations, uh, the destroyer as the Colbrin Bible refers to it as. Uh, virtually all the ancient historical writings, Japanese, Chinese, you name it, uh, Indian Sanskrit, all talk about times on the earth. Even the book of uh, Enoch, uh, where in, uh, I believe it's book number 65 or chapter, maybe chapter number 65, where it says, and Noah had seen the earth had tilted and knew that destruction was near. We've got second sun photographs all over the place. All you got to do is type two suns. I would recommend doing it in duck, duck, go nowadays because the censorship is, well, we know what it is. It's out of control. And it's for a purpose. They're, they are conditioning. They are rising the fourth Reich up now, and they're preparing to 
persecute the Christians. And it's going to be really, really horrible. The question is whether or not we will be here for that. We don't know that as of yet. I pray in Jesus' name that we will be spared that and that uh, we will be part of the first watch, the barley harvest, the first fruits, and we will bring as many people through our prayers, our prayer power, and through our dedication to the Lord and our works by giving, loving, touching other people's lives as we were commanded to all throughout the New Testament especially. Praise God. All right, then the next one is Elenin. I don't know how many of you out there remember the whole Elenin incident, but it was a meteor, comet, whatever you want to call it, going through our solar system, and there was much fuss about Elenin. There were even claims by well-known pastors that have, that were invited on the Coast to Coast AM some that we have had uh, on this program more, probably about three times, four times, uh, that I'm personal friends with and can call on the phone, and we you know, used to share notes all the time and that kind of thing. Um, but anyway, Elenin was frequently referred to as extinction-level event near-impact Nibiru. So folks had been very prompt to assign a acronym or whatnot to it um, and suggest that this Elenin event was linked to, you know, Nibiru getting closer to the Earth. Interestingly, some of the pastors and teachers out there latched on to the Elenin dynamic as being a manifestation of the woman, uh, you know, in the very beginning of Revelation chapter 12. Um, and, uh, uh, and that had gotten kicked around quite a bit, and there was a lot of fuss over that. But again, that never really manifested and came true. Although some people who believed in it are probably still arguing that it did or was what they thought. Now, now I would suggest that it was it was it was a hypothesis and it was incorrect. Praise God. So anyway, and, and you know, being that I'm like the most incorrect person in the whole wide world, I would suggest that I'm uniquely qualified uh, to be incorrect again, right? <laughs> okay. You kids understand that, don't you? And so do you crows over there in a cage. That's right. You're looking mighty delicious. Thank you very much. All right, praise God. The next one is FEMA camps, and uh, those are the equivalent of Treblinka and Dachau and Auschwitz and all the death camps. And for the, the biggest and, and meanest and most horrific death camps, if you were to draw them on a map of Europe, interestingly, connecting the lines between the different death camps, it forms a perfect pentagram, um, which is fascinatingly similar in shape to the Pentagon. But there's a reason for that. That's because the Pentagon of the United States of Babylon the Great is the military enforcement epicenter of all things satanic and dark. Anyway, but you have to understand and be indoctrinated and have read up on these things uh, over a period of time. And, you know, if you had if you got clean data, which is very hard to come by nowadays, uh, you might be able to quickly come to the same conclusions. Praise Jesus. The next one is the FEMA coffins, which are patented as uh, cremation containers for cadavers. The reason why they're so special is because they collapse in on the burning bodies that are inside of them, and they hold in the actual fumes of the burning flesh. Now, why this is so critically important is, well, it's been sold to the various uh, county emergency operation centers that have bought the super-powered incinerators. It has been sold to them uh, because, oh, my, there might be a pandemic or something really terrible. It's highly communicable, and you're going to have to throw a whole bunch of these bodies inside there. 
And then you want it to collapse because you don't want the fumes to get out because it could infect more people. That's the story that they're told. But in reality, it's because in Nazi Germany, one of the biggest problems that they had in containing the burning of the bodies was the fact that people in the nearing, near, na- neighboring towns were able to smell the burning flesh, which has a very distinct smell. But anyway, these now, these fancy-pantsy uh, creme- cremation containers for cadavers, also known as FEMA coffins, are all over the United States. And if you want to try to find a large collection of them in the thousands, and you live nearby a municipal um, graveyard, a large one, uh, and you drive around. If you find a little side road, you may just drive back that side road. You don't want to get in trouble, so be careful. Uh, and if you go back that side road, you will. It, it is not uncommon for people to stumble across thousands upon thousands upon thousands of stacks of these FEMA coffins already put in place. And then, of course, you get the FEMA trains, which people have talked about, taking photographs of that have shackles in them and all kinds of, well, we'll just say uh, uh, accoutrements uh, used for the containment of people as they're moving them from one point to another. There's arguments out there and people giving testimony of having seen these FEMA trains uh, all over, uh, you know, in in pretty desolate areas, but nevertheless uh, spotted in different places across uh, the United States, uh, again, in relatively, you know, places that are off the beaten path. But the testimony still come forth, praise God. Now, the mass graves concept, mass graves, there, there, there was a period of time, many of you may not remember this, I remember it like it was yesterday, where uh, everybody was talking about mass graves. Now, why was that? Because it had become very obvious, and it was kind of like out and in your face, that there were large swaths of, of land that were cardened off, and there was heavy equipment being brought in, and they were laying uh, you know, concrete by fantastic ton, tonnages. And th- there was some studies done. Some people had gone in and taken some covert photographs and given it to experts to try to analyze and what's going on here kind of a thing. And the conclusion was by the various people that were investigating it, um, and I could I could name a whole bunch of names, but I'm not, I'm just not going to do that because I don't want I just you know I I, I am I am um, conflict um, uh, I don't I don't want any grief I, I I got too much grief to deal with right now and I got a job to do for Jesus and quite frankly I don't uh, want to ever mention the names of anybody uh, even even if they're friendlies <laughs> friendly fire right um, because the devil will attack Christians that are doing their jobs through other Christians as a primary avenue of attack. But you have to be making the devil's day pretty miserable in order for you to be able to overtly see that occurring in your life. But you will if you are doing damage to the forces of darkness through your prayer and through your giving, love, kindness, testimonies, and other things that you can do in works for our King Jesus, praise God. Also, you got the naked body scanners. People are pretty much used to those. They're in the airport still. Um, there's been a lot of fuss over those. I think the fuss has died down. People are just like, hey, whatever. Got to do what I got to do. Got to got to feed my family. So I'm just going to go through the scanner and just big deal, whoop de doo. If they see my naked body, who cares? Quite frankly, I don't really care. <laughs> you know, if somebody gets off looking at such things and you know, seeing hell. All right. So anyway, um, but I'm definitely not spending a millisecond of my time praying for those people. I got too many other good saints, listeners of this program, and people on my prayer list that I'm going to focus my time on and the lost of the various countries of the world. 
as we do in the Friday night prayer vigil. And that's what I'm going to spend my time. I'm, there's only so much time in a day, and those are the people I'm going to pray for. The aberrant, sick, twisted, you know, folks that, that are out there, you know, God help them. And maybe there are other Christians that notice them and have the time to spend on their knees and pray prayer for them. And I pray in Jesus' name that that is the case. But I don't have the time. Praise God. Then you've got mind control slaves. These are the folks that are out there shooting everybody up right now. So if you want to find out more about that, you can read the Fritz Springmeier book, um, How to Create a Perfect uh, Illuminati Mind Control Slave. That's a pretty darn good book, but it basically uh, what it does is it, it tackles the concept of satanic ritual abuse. Also, no, you know, satanic ritual abuse, it used to be, um, uh, it, now it's called disassociative identity disorder. And um, anyway, the, I, this, is what, this is what was uh, launched against me as an attack to kill me. And I've testified to that on a number of different occasions, in part, not necessarily in totality, uh, because of I don't want anybody's feelings to be hurt. I don't want it, you know, that kind of thing. Have to be very protective and watch yourself. The Georgia Guidestones, how about that? So back 10 years ago, I wrote this article, included the Georgia Guidestones as a landmark, uh, you know, uh, satanic thing, uh, if you will. And interestingly, they have been destroyed. And I do believe that Brother Zen Garcia and uh, Dr. Joy Jeffries Pugh slammed the ball out of the park when they hypothesized on this program that the destruction of the Georgia Guidestones may very well be a satanic uh, Illuminati uh, marker in the end times timeline, very similar to the bringing down of the World Trade Center Tower two into one and all that kind of creepy weirdness if you want to get into that. Um, the Islamic rise, the, 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 the Imam Mahdi, that it, we're going to see that be made manifest. Now, you have to understand that the Imam Mahdi, that, you know, the final rise of the Islamic uh, God, if you will, is very much tied to the arrival of the aliens from outer space, you see. So um, that's interesting because I do believe beyond, from the bottom of my heart, that when Satan incarnates into Obama and he becomes the full blown antichrist which by the way waves the flag and lets us know that we could leave at any moment after that because that has to happen first um, uh, the, the, the beautiful thing about that is uh, this ought to be in alignment or very closely aligned timeline wise to the arrival of the very large round spherical copper colored spaceship or mothership or, or whatever you want to call it I, Death Star which by the way is, is memorialized at the United Nations uh, in the form of a brass sculpture you can tell very easily by looking at it that it's some kind of a Death Star it's very mechanical on the inside, um, which aligns with the David Doetry vision of the, of, the, of the rapture, which aligns with uh, Pastor Sori Park's visitation to Jesus, where, G, where he was told by Jesus that the people that disappeared during the rapture will be told by folks uh, on television, by NASA, that the aliens took them. Okay, so it's very fascinating how all these things intertwine, intermingle with one another. And yes, the, Ima, the rise of the Imam Mahdi will be linked to the arrival of the aliens, will be linked to the rise of Obama with Satan. All this is going to be interconnected. Take me to your leader, beady, beady, beep, and all that kind of weird, creepy stuff. And let me tell you something. If you don't get the alien thing, you will never be able to decipher the book of Revelation. Next one up is Operation Garden Plot, and that's just one of the many uh, military uh, uh, operations 
operations and acts that are out there on paper that you can find uh, to help you understand. Garden plot is really the the uh, initial uh, baseline plan uh, for uh, putting people in FEMA camps, really. I mean, if you just skip over all the blah, 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 I mean, really, Operation Garden Plot is all about, you know, establishing the guidelines, the rules, and all that sort of thing that the military but, – but now, see, they have superseding documents that are much more sinister and much more dark. So anyway, that one I would consider to be somewhat, if you will, deprecated. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Of course, MKUltra, anybody who understands MKUltra understands mind control, understands two, two, two hertz signals. These are what are known as uh, ultra-low frequencies. And the way that, and, and uh, two hertz, four hertz, you name it, there, there's a co- collection of various frequencies that cause people to freak out. Now, they can now they have the technology to set up towers with boxes on the top, which they did at the January 6th false flag event. And they would what they do is they send out microwaves from these boxes that, you know, are able to penetrate the skull, go into the brain. But they have the two and four hertz MK Ultra mind control signals um, riding on them. And they're using the microwave as what's known as a carrier frequency which allows them to inject the MK ultra frequencies into the minds and cause everybody to go into a type of a frenzy, which is what we saw happening at the false flag January 6th event. Of course, 9-11 goes without saying. Anybody who hasn't watched the movie Loose Change so far, if you haven't seen it, it used to be free on Netflix. I hope it's still there, but you need to watch Loose Change change. That's only one of dozens of, uh, but one of the better ones uh, regarding the unbelievable stuff that happened around 9-11. Really, truly, truly unbelievable. Books could not contain all the evil that was associated with that event. Then, of course, you got NORTHCOM, the very first uh, time that a military command has been placed in the land of the United States of America for the purpose of policing with the military the United States citizenry. So the establishment of NORTHCOM out in the Denver slash uh, Colorado Springs area is an all-time first and a direct uh, uh, violation of what's known as the Posse Comitatus Act, which, by the way, essentially states that we cannot, the United States will never use military forces to govern or oppress their own citizens, which, of course, we know that that is no longer the case. Praise God. Then you've got the government relocation to Denver. There was a whole lot of that going on. Uh, I make mention of Atlantis and Lemuria because there's so much reptilian history there and the early gods that Brother Gary Wayne talks about uh, that is touched upon frequently by Brother uh, Lauren Peterson and some of the other people that we bring on the program and and also by Elena and Robert at times, um, which, of course, are some of my favorite shows because I love the the hidden things that they know that we don't know. And I, I feel especially blessed when we're blessed, you know, when they give us, you know, the insider information on some of those things. All right, we, we've passed over the Middle East Muslim riots. Uh, that, that's probably almost certainly going to happen again. We know about the deep underground military bases. There are hundreds of them. They are worldwide, and they are connected with a RAND corporation built, RAND, R-A-N-D, built Magneto Leviton train that is inside of a 
tube, and the tube has all the air removed from it. Because it's operating in a vacuum and it's a magneto-leviton trait, it is capable of speeds that surpass that of sound and allows uh, these entities of darkness to travel from one continent to another in a fraction of the time that a supersonic jet or an F-35 could accomplish the trip. So it's rather remarkable when you look into it. Um, it goes on and on. World government, NATO, presidential directors, military-industrial co- complex, you got the military-industrial-extraterrestrial complex. A lot of people don't know about that. Chemtrails, HARP, high-frequency active auroral research project, which, by the way, is very alive and well, as we know. Magneto-Leviton trains, just mentioned it. GMO foods, it's all over the place. Seed vaults, okay, we know about the seed vaults. The Terminator seeds, those are the seeds that Monsanto has created that basically will not allow the plant that it results in the from the seed being planted, the terminator seed, the plant, the resulting plant does not seed. So what happens is you got to buy more seeds in order to continue to plant the food because you can't get seed from the fruit. Okay, those are known as terminator seeds, and they're very real. There's also Codex Alimentarius, which is something you can study on your own. It's pretty deep. It's like Agenda 21, all kind of weirdness. Chip implants, ancient aliens, who doesn't know about that? Hidden nukes, micro-nukes. Anybody want to study up on the micro-nukes, look into the Bali, B-A-L-I, micro-nuke story. If it's still findable, it will only be findable through DuckDuckGo. Uh, underwater pyramids, we know about those things. Foreign troop buildups, that's all over the place right now. It's totally crazy. Martial law, which we're looking to be established at pretty much any time. UFOs around the sun, those are never going to go away. Uh, hybridized humans, Akhenaten and hieroglyphs, how closely that is linked to Obama is rather uh, amazing. Uh, pyramid-shaped UFOs, there for a while, there was so many of these amazing pyramid. I mean, they look like pyramids in the sky. And they were making it onto YouTube all over the place. A lot of them were over in, uh, you know, the uh, uh, Eastern Bloc states. And they were being filmed by the folks, and they were putting it, they were piping it right up to their YouTube channels, and we were getting a hold of it, and it was just amazing. Literally, it was like pyramids in the sky, and they were UFOs, no doubt about it. Super soldiers, who doesn't know about that? We know that Elena knows all about the super soldiers. We know that Brother Robert Vandrius Mitchell is very acquainted with that dynamic. They are real. They are mind-controlled. They are at the ready. Uh, now, granted, they go through the same thing as the SRADID people do, and eventually they hit a point uh, – uh, as you see in the movie The Born Identity, which, by the way, The Born Identity series is actually real. And, uh, and Robert Ludlum, the author of The Born Identity series, was murdered in his home in a, what they call a suspicious fire in Naples, Florida. But we know it wasn't suspicious, don't we? Okay, then I go on to the financial collapse, the inter- International Monetary Fund supercurrency, disclosure secrecy regarding the aliens, Zechariah Sitchin, most of us know about that stuff, uh, corruption of the human genome, which uh, Dr. Joy Jeffries Pugh talks a lot uh, about in regard to the pineal gland, hybridized humans, shape-shifting reptilians, who doesn't know about that, perfectly possessed humans, look at Biden, guess what, bada-bing, bada-boom, the uh, vibrational shifts, mainstream media UFO news, the CERN accelerator, who hasn't heard about all that darkness. Uh, WikiLeaks, oh my goodness. You know, when I put this on this on this paper back in 2011, WikiLeaks was alive and well, and look where we are right now. Too bad that uh, Donald Trump doesn't give him a pardon. Hmm. Makes a person, well, a little suspicious. 
That's a that's a, by the way that's tongue in cheek. Anyway, uh, the God particle. Why would they call it the God particle? Why would they call the Higgs boson the God particle? Because they do not understand the scientists, the greatest physicists of all time to this day, do not understand what holds mass together. They know that that we live in a particle world. They know that quantum physics indicates that you know there are you know subatomic particles. They know that this is a giant hologram that we're in. Like Einstein said, it's albeit a, a very convincing one, but at the same time, they have no idea. What holds mass together? So they decided to call it the God particle. How apropos. Okay, antimatter accumulators, very real energies, very real uh, technologies. Again, where they're using them, I don't know. Maybe Robert knows. Maybe Elena knows. Stargates, wormholes, spirals, asteroids, comets, cosmic disturbances, UFOs in the Earth's atmosphere. If you haven't seen the Ed uh, uh, Grimsley uh, videos, now I don't even know if they're still out there with the third generation night vision goggles. They are absolutely amazing to see all the UFOs fighting with each other and shooting laser beams at one another. And I thought to myself, well, who's shooting at who? If they're both the bad guys, then doesn't make sense to me why they'd be shooting at one another. Opens up a whole bunch of questions, which I no longer have. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Earth wobbles. The uh, UFO FBI document releases ecumenical religious initiatives. We know about those claims of pole shifts, both magnetic and and uh, physical. Um, 5013C stuff, we know about that. I, I take advantage of it. Um, if I can, you know, if it increases my tax return, praise Jesus, then I just seed back to the kingdom out of my tax return. So I say, aha, in your face, here's a nice pick in your eye, devil, take that. Hallelujah. Palladian cosmic visitations, global seismic indicators, rise of the new, new age beliefs, indigo children, star children, kundalini spirit events, personal angels, energy orbs, light workers, economic turmoil, media front loading, Alien movies, UFO movies, E.T. lyrics. Does anybody remember the movie or the song E.T.? Where, what was the name of that uh, artist, that female, very sick and twisted, was supposedly having sex with, and kids, go in the other room a second, will you? Okay. Relationships with uh, with uh, these entities, these beings that are incredibly sick, twisted. They're horrible, and I don't even like... Th- that is just – there are certain entities out there that are so sick and so twisted and so evil, I don't even like to hear about them anymore. Anyway, again, it just goes on and on. And interestingly, at the very last bullet point item on the list is pandemics and manufactured poisons. Isn't that something? Do you think that's a coincidence? Because we are definitely in the time – of pandemics, manufactured poisons, chemical attacks, things like that, which will be launched in the United States of Babylon the Great, and you can count on it also happening all over the world. Anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I I find it very encouraging, believe it or not, in the midst of all of the, well, you know, it's a version of hell on earth, and I'm going through at my workplace right now, and I just, you know, God wants me to go ahead and trust him, and that's what I have to learn to do. And that's just the way it is. And I pray in Jesus' name that each one of us are brought, one way or the other, to that place where we are literally forced into a corner, where we you know, may have controlled our lives and thought that we had control of our lives. And, our, you know, and, and we, we came to a place of relative comfort. We were excited about Jesus coming. We are still. And uh, we felt and believed in our heart that the Lord was going to kind of leave us be, and then we'd get evacuated off this alien demon-infested rock and be in glory with our king. 
However, it appears that there may be a little bit of a shakedown. Um, but to what extent, we do not know. What we know is that uh, there is definitely a global shakedown of the most uh, uh, of, of many, many, I would say probably hundreds of thousands of believers that are part of the remnant bride. And, um, and, it's, and it's all sorts of things. Sicknesses in the family, deaths in the family, uh, husbands and wives breaking up and fighting with each other after being together for a bazillion, you know, an, an unbelievable, like 25, 30, 40 years, that kind of thing. Um, you know, children, family getting hooked up on drugs and being in an absolutely horrific state. People, my parents that email me that are begging for help to get them delivered by demons. But I've only got so much I'm able, able to do. You know, I, I, I would love to be able to help somebody in that capacity, but I'm trying to keep the lights on and you know so it's like thank you jesus for the body of christ and our blessing to be able to help people by referring them to others and i hope that those others take on that challenge and help help the people that need to help praise god thank you jesus but anyway the point of all this is to encourage you and you might say well that's kind of wacky johnny why would you encourage us with all these dark evil things like energy orbs and light workers and global seismic indicators and rise of new age beliefs and and all this. Well, here's the thing. Look how far we've come. Just take a moment and think about it for a second. Look how far God has brought you. Look how far Jesus has brought you. By his advocacy, his prayer for you in the courtrooms of heaven, otherwise you'd be dead. I'm going to tell you straight up, you'd be dead. If Satan was not being blocked, if you were not a brand plucked from the fire, as is, you, as is the term used for Joshua the high priest in uh, Zechariah 3, verses 1 through 7, if you were not a brand plucked out of the fire by our Heavenly Father, protected by his righteous right hand, I can guarantee you, you would be dead. Okay? And... If Satan had his way, it wouldn't be a pleasant, it wouldn't be one of those things where you just like quietly die in your sleep, okay? You got to understand that. Back the early church, the pilgrim church, while the disciples and, you know, and all, during those times when Paul was walking the earth and all that, there's scriptures that explain that there are people that are being sawed in half, sawed in half alive. So, again, um, and I won't get into the Fox's Book of Martyrs, but that's just one unbelievable persecution horror story after another um i don't i don't know what to think and i don't have an opinion on what we may or may not have to go through because quite frankly every time i've ventured an estimation um it i've had to call it into question because dynamics change god gives us more pieces of the puzzle more pieces of information and then we have to digress, step back, look at the puzzle again, and say, hey, with these three additional pieces of the puzzle, it's starting to kind of look like we might be here for this and this, right? So um, I don't know. You know, I don't. And anybody out there that tells you that they do know, I highly recommend that you run away as fast as you can. However, I also know how humans are, and they will, you know, you know, curiosity killed the cat, right? And I've only got so much time and so many people that I can save from themselves. Praise God. Um, I try my best, but people's curiosity it overwhelms them, and they cannot help but go out and look look at stuff that they really ought, shouldn't. You know, maybe ten years ago they could have looked at it and been no problem, but nowadays. 
They go out there. There are so many Christians that are deceived, so many of them that are absolutely, utterly, completely blown away deceived. It is astonishing. Now, all that being said, all I can tell you is to warn you that YouTube and Facebook and all those places where you believe that you're going to get fellowship with your fellow believers is a landmine. It's, it's just a field full of landmines. So, you know, I, if I, 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 I can name names of people that got caught up in the Hebrew Roots movement. You read the book of Galatians, and by the way, that's a damning place to be caught up. The, the scriptures in the book of Galatians strongly indicate that those who got caught up in Hebrew Roots aren't going to heaven. Read it yourself. Come to your own conclusion. But I cannot... I definitely cannot come to the conclusion. As a matter of fact, Paul Paul went running after Peter uh, and those left behind to uh, minister to the Jews in Jerusalem, and he had to like basically bonk Peter on the head. He slapped him around. He gave him a tongue lashing, and he said, Peter, what are you doing? So, you know, again, um, read the book of Galatians. It's very sad, but I know I know a lot of people that are lost to it. Now, some of them came back, praise the Lord, thank you, Jesus. But I'm telling you, when I warn you that there are nothing but landmines of danger out there in the internetosphere, in the YouTubeosphere, in the Facebookosphere, in the, you know, whateverosphere out there that will lead you astray and jeopardize your salvation, you've been warned. And now I can sleep in peace, praise God, because there's no reason for me to do this program except to help people. And that's what I'm trying my very best to do, praise Jesus, and that's what I will continue to do until death does me part, hallelujah. Or maybe, um, you know, a large uh, blue light sucking sound as I get evacuated up into the sky, hallelujah. That would be the ideal thing. I think most of us are hoping for that, praise God. How about that, kid? Do you think about that, too? Ah. Uh, you guys are some good Jesus kids. Kids, I'll tell you what. Kids, how did the pirate get his flag so cheaply? How did the pirate get his flag so cheaply? He bought it on sale. S-A-I-L. Sale. <laughs> what do you think of that, huh? That's pretty good. I mean, come on. All right. Get a little bit of credit. All right, praise God. Next one up. A rancher was persuaded to crossbreed his cattle with hyenas. It was a disaster. The offspring were the laughing stock of the community. Get it? Laughing stock. Hyenas laughing. What do you think, kids? Come on. You don't, you don't like that one. Yeah. Okay. That's all right. I figured I'd give it a try anyway. And after all, there's only so many kids' jokes out there, right? Hey, kids, what instrument does a skeleton play? What instrument does a skeleton play? The trombone. <laughs> I, I'm a trombone player. I play trombone. Oh, come on, kids. Uh, you were having second thoughts there, huh? Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Anyway, on that note, let's go ahead and go into the news, and then we'll bring on Sister Elena. Praise Jesus. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's not normal. It's just wrong. Uh... Game over. 
All right, praise Jesus, hallelujah. Next up, violators of Swiss, so that's Switzerland, heating rules could end up in jail. According to their media report, Central European state has introduced draconian, hey, I wonder if they're thinking about kids. Could they be thinking about Hillary Clinton as a nine-foot-tall, seeding, dark, stench-filled, evil Draco reptilian? <laughs> you know what? Those Jesus kids are really smart kids. Praise God. Swiss government has taken drastic steps to alleviate the energy crisis gripping Europe. The newspaper Blick reported on Tuesday that those who violate the government's heating regulations this winter could be given a fine or even jail time. But I was cold. Doesn't matter. Well, I was cold. I was no. Doesn't matter. Come with me. Come with me, madam. But I'm I'm in a walker. I'm 87 years old. It's okay. You're going to jail. It's just unbelievable. Next one up. The IAEA cannot assure Iran nuke program is peaceful. Okay, hold on for a second. You're good. <laughs> Thanks, Captain Obvious. I was on a totally different track. Yeah, right. Amen. Tehran has enough material for a bomb, they come to the conclusion of, finally, after all this time. I remember about six, seven years ago, Netanyahu standing in front of the United Nations with a big, gigantic black bomb with a fuse lit and a red line, and he said that they have already crossed the red line. That was like six years ago. Look where we are now, you know, doing sorties with F-35s, testing the radar. So they're getting ready to launch the... the uh, tactical nukes at the Fort Dow facility, which, of course, will open up a can of worms because that will give the green light to Russia to return fire in kind. So once we attack any area of the earth that Russia has laid claim to with a nuclear bomb of any kind, that basically says, Russia, you know, you can do what you want to do. Um, so anyway, that's called a response in kind. Look it up. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Praise you, Lord. Iran calls for cyber attack claims. Baseless after Albania servers are tied. Okay, and it says the United States condemned the Iranian cyber attack against Albania, a NATO ally, warning that it would take action to hold Iran accountable. That sounds spooky. Next one up. Praise God. United States flies B-52 bombers over the Middle East in a show of force aimed at Iran. The United States military said on Monday that two United States B-52 bombers flew a mission over the Middle East, a move that came amidst tightened tensions in the region while the United States is holding EU-mediated nuclear deal negotiations with Iran. Hmm. Sounds pretty scary to me. Next one up. Iran-Israel issue back-to-back threats as nuclear tensions escalate between the two and many others over there. The arch-rivals served diplomatic relations in 1979 have waged a decades-long proxy conflict against one another ever since. In recent years, Tel Aviv has accused Tehran of pursuing nuclear weapons capabilities. Iran has dismissed these claims and pointed to Israel's own status as the Middle East's sole suspected nuclear weapons <laughs> anyway, next one up. Albania cuts diplomatic ties with Iran over the cyber attack. So, of course, you know, you would expect that to occur. And it is. And there's, you know, it's just one of a bazillion things that are happening across the world. And you can't, there's just no way to capture them. You know, what I find is really kind of fascinating is this, um, 
you know, um, Matt Drudge and Alex Jones have basically, you know, parted ways. They had a uh, Barnabas and Paul moment, you know, because Drudge is out there kind of pumping the whole narrative of, you know, Trump Trump was naughty, naughty, pants on fire, had nuclear secrets, and he's going to go, you know, before a grand jury kind of thing. So you, when you look at Matt Drudge's information, it's very slanted, almost weirdly in favor of the global reset, which I don't comprehend really very well, except that maybe the Global Santanics Crime Syndicate has gotten gotten to him. It makes a person wonder what they may have said to him. It makes a person wonder if he's totally compromised. Jones is definitely not compromised, but he's also a huge target, and he also knows that he might not be around very long. Who else might not be around very long? We don't know. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And thank you for your prayers. Next one up. The pound, which is the, you know, money denomination of the United Kingdom, falls to the lowest level against the United States dollar since 1985. Warnings of a recession rock sterling as investors are spooked by Liz Truss's energy bill plan for the United Kingdom. The United Kingdom, by the way, if you're not aware of this, it's um, in a lot of trouble, folks. It's in a lot, a lot, a lot of trouble. I'm just going to leave it at that. As a matter of fact, the majority of Europe is in an awful lot of trouble. Um, and it's highly likely that the trouble that they're all in is going to find its way to our shores here in the United States of Babylon the Great. Okay, so buckle up. If I were you, and this is what I'm doing, I'm watching what's happening over in Europe. I'm watching what's happening over in the United Kingdom. I'm watching what's happening in different parts of the world because I am reasonably positive that those same things are going to happen here. In fact, as an, as a, an exercise of, you know, just like a test, I went to Walmart, grocery.walmart.com. I kid you not, there is no exaggeration in these words. These are precisely what happened. And I typed full turkey butterball. And I only got one hit, and it was a full Butterball turkey on grocery.walmart.com. The published price was $155. Now, do I think that that means that there are going to be $100-plus turkeys at Thanksgiving? I don't know. What did I do in regard to that? Well, I did some searching, and uh, I paid instant Instacart people to go over to Publix. Publix would not let – you know, Publix says, oh, we don't got any turkeys. We don't got any turkeys. Well, they were selling them on their Instacart site, so the Instacart person was determined to make me happy and got me three turkeys, relatively full-size turkeys. Now, did I play a little bit more per pound? Yes, but at least I know I'm going to have a turkey at Thanksgiving, and it's quite possible that many people won't. Now, is that necessarily going to be the case? I don't know, but I ain't taking any chances because I happen to like turkey a lot. <laughs> Praise God. Right, kids? You guys like turkey? You going to come? Are you going to come? You know I cook everything from scratch, parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme, like 10 dishes with, you know, uh, pumpkin, pecan, cheesecake, and all that kind of stuff. Kids, come on. Let's hear it for Thanksgiving dinner. It's right around the corner. It's right around the corner. Hello? Is anybody? Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hello? Next one up. Ynetnews.com says Iran's guards commanders say any country involved in Israeli's aggression will... And I quote, pay its price. 
So again, the threats are flying. Iran is threatening uh, Israel. Israel is threatening Iran. Back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And there's plenty of sorties and continuous bombing taking place in and around Syria's Damascus. I wonder when, uh, you know, I used to think that it was already turned into a ruinous heat. Um, maybe not quite as much as it will be pretty soon. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. Ynet News, again, out of Israel, states uh, in the headline, United States Senator in Israel, we have heard, quote, chilling information on Iran's nuclear plans. Veteran Republican lawmaker Lindsey Graham tells reporters in Jerusalem that the purpose of the bipartisan delegation to the Jewish state is to reaffirm that the two nations will remain close, regardless of who is in power after the November 1st elections. So there's a lot of hustling, bustling threats, F-35 sorties. I mean, looks to me like we're really just an event. And we don't know what the event will be. You know, I used to say Big Red Lever, maybe. You know, I don't know. There's so many things that have happened since the Big Red Lever days that I'm not really sure that the Big Red, red Lever hasn't been pulled already, quite frankly. And I'm not a believer in uh, any kickoff events or any of that kind of stuff. I, I'm not. Um, I know that we are we are queued up uh, right now, and we are definitely on call as the Bride of Jesus Christ. And uh, make no mistake, unless you are – if you are not disabled – Okay, or if you're, you know, if you're not on a walker and you're able to go outside and walk around through the neighborhood, buck up and prepare yourself, because when the ugly hits the fan and things go really dark, and I don't know what's going to be, maybe it's going to be an EMP. We know that an EMP is going to come because Maurice Clark saw it, but that's pretty. It seems like that's pretty far down the road, really, as best as I can tell. But could there be a cyber attack like Klaus Schwab announced against, you know, the power grid? Yeah. That's true. We don't know. But there's going to come a time when you know that you're being called by God. It's going to get real dark. It's going to get real dark. And you're going to know the darkness has pretty much blanketed the earth. And when that darkness comes, it's time for us to get out in the streets. I'm just here to tell you, at that time, take on the challenge. Find somebody in your neighborhood that wants to go with you. See if you can set up a Bible study right now in your neighborhood. Put some signs on some doors and see if some people come over. Make some friends. Because you're going to need those people to come along with you to knock on the doors to bring people to Jesus Christ. And help them to understand that what they're bawling and crying and screaming about in absolute horror for their lives is utterly irrelevant. When juxtaposed against the glory and the promise of our King Jesus, our hero. Next one up, hallelujah, provocations. Erdogan decries the Western policy toward Russia. So here we see once again that Turkey is siding with Russia. But how long will that last before they're at odds with each other? And Russia moves uh, as, as in, in accordance with the Vilna Gayon vision uh, across uh, you know, various territories. It's unclear exactly what their path would be exactly, but it does say that they would arrive eventually in the capital of Turkey, Istanbul. And when that occurs, that the mystical uh, Jews are to don their Sabbath clothes because their Messiah is coming, which, of course, to them will ultimately be what? Yes, you've guessed it, kids, the Antichrist. 
All right. Hallelujah. Next one up. Praise God. More heavy rains expected in Bengaluru as India's technology hub battles floods. So, if you call for technical support on your brand new Dell computer and somebody picks up from Bengaluru and you just hear this bubbling sound on the other side of the phone, then you'll know why. Right, kids? <laughs> okay. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Al Jazeera reports in Uganda, 15 people die after heavy rains trigger landslides. After a prolonged drought, heavy rains have fallen on much of Uganda since late July, causing deaths, flooding, and destruction of crops. Of course, you've got to throw in the destruction of crops because we know that we're going to have pestilence and what? Yes, you guessed it, famine. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I can use a little bit of famine, actually. That'll kickstart my keto diet forward. I won't have any problem losing weight. Praise Jesus. you got to look at the positive side of all of this stuff. Because we're not from here, and we're not staying here. Hallelujah, we're on the boat. That's all that matters. And let's bring as many people on the boat as we possibly can. So we have lots of guests at the wedding supper. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's in Matthew 24. Look it up. Next one up. Blackouts are imminent. 75,000 people are powerless as record California power outages are occurring uh, because of the demand response event. Now, in all fairness, California does seem to be in an awful, desperate, and dire situation as usual. But I'm going to be, you know, I'm, I'm going to pull the plug out of this report. It sounds horrible. Oh, my gosh, 75,000 people powerless. Being that I, you know, have been for 35 years in, you know, arguably one of the hurricane epicenters of the world, 75,000 people being without power ain't nothing, <laughs> okay? Now, if that starts growing into the millions, you got a real problem. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Breitbart reports 55 shot during – 55 people shot, shot during a Labor Day weekend event. In Chicago. And uh, if you probe around a little bit on Twitter, like I do on rare occasions when I, you know, rarely have a moment to do something, and I'm not putting out some kind of a fire either at work or at the house or whatever, you know, praise God. But anyway, um, yeah, you would see the YouTube videos that are uploaded, the Twitter videos that are uploaded, the various, uh, you know, because everybody's a walking media outlet with their phones nowadays. Uh, the other day I saw a uh, Chicago police uh, cruiser backing up at uh, in remarkable speeds uh, because there was a massive crowd of folks um, running toward it, throwing rocks and bottles and every other destructive thing that they could possibly get their hands on. Okay, and evidently these things are things that just happen pretty much on a, on a daily basis. So beyond Portland, uh, Seattle, and Chicago, uh, well, you know, and guess what? Those are signs of things to come. It's going to get a lot worse, folks. Not worse. The question is, when are the aliens coming? The reason why that's such an important thing is because the Antichrist is going to rise and the aliens are going to show up. When those two things happen, we get the vamoose out of here. So keep on praying. Keep on seeking holiness and righteousness in your walk. Keep on practicing righteousness, for he who practices righteousness is righteous just as he. Jesus is righteous, First John 3, 7. Jesus is coming for a glorious church without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, and that she should be holy and without a blemish, according to Ephesians 5, 27. Do not miss this. Do not miss it. Pray your eyes out. Cry your eyes out. Seek the Lord. He will help you. If he'll help a meathead like me, then I'll definitely help you. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. 
Teacher who refused to use it. Oh, not even there yet, folks. I'm still hanging on by a fingernail to the back of that, that, that Jesus bumper. Teacher who refused to use student pronouns. Students' pronouns like person. Um, oh, I don't even want to get into it. It's just so ridiculous. But anyway, um, put in jail. Yeah, teacher goes back to school. Says Enoch Burke, an evangelical Christian, refused to use the strange, bizarre LGBT, LMNOP, XYZ, QRP. When he went back to work, the police showed up. Police. No, I'm not kidding. Evangelical Christian thrown in jail. This happened in uh, Wilson's Hospital School in County Westmouth, Ireland. Yikes. Run for your life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Dr. Doom predicts historical market crash in the United States. Renowned economist Nouriel Rubini issues a warning as the Fed tries to curb soaring inflation. But the question is this. Is the Fed really trying to curb inflation? Or are they working under the mandate of the Antichrist to cause the collapse? Hmm? I think we know the answer, don't we? Yes, we do. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Al Jazeera reports Russia to buy North Korean artillery shells. According to a report, declassified intelligence from the United States says that Moscow is turning to isolated state uh, to the isolated state to secure weapons as sanctions bite. Now, I say balderdash and poppycock to this particular report. This is what they want you to believe. Russia is doing just fine. And if they turn their artillery and their missile systems toward us, buckle up. Okay? Once again, the Samat-2 missile has over 16 multiple independent re-entry vehicles, all of which are hypersonic and all of which are able to carry nuclear, thermonuclear payloads. One Samat-2 missile launched from Russian land cruising across the continent of Europe would eradicate and vaporize all NATO headquarters, all all global government facilities, including United Nations facilities, the Swiss, the Swiss Bank of Settlements, the whole thing, and it would all vaporize in one, what, in an hour? <laughs> Those things move pretty fast. It's going to cruise pretty. It's going to cruise across Europe in probably less than an hour, probably more like a half hour. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Brawls break out and shelves strip bare as Chinese cities head for the strictest of lockdowns. Now, I could play you some uh, Carrie Cassidy uh, audio bites uh, of, some in, of, an, of one particular insider who uh, knows a lot. Now, the one mistake that he made in his uh, discussion with Carrie Cassidy uh, was that he estimated, for so many bazillions of obvious reasons, he estimated that the hammer was going to come down in 2012, because that's what everybody was predicting back then. Now, that particular prediction was wrong, but he did disclose amongst, uh, oh my gosh, so many things, just unbelievable, that the Chinese government has planned in advance to kill, e.g. call, their own population first. Okay? 
So they're going to be used, in my opinion, because there's entire ghost cities. I don't know if you're aware of this, but there are ghost cities, literally entire cities the size of Los Angeles, just filled with 30, 40, 50-story skyscrapers, and they're all empty. What do you think they're there for? Right. So if you guessed the beast government of Revelation 13, you guessed right. That's going to be one scary time. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next up, Philippines. The Philippines government offers the United States military bases for the war against China. So fascinatingly, uh, we have, um, you know, um, you know, you had on one, you know, a couple of years ago, we had the Philippines saying, get out of here. Get out of here. We don't need you telling us what to do. Uh, you know, get, get your, you know, United States stuff out of here. We don't want you to hang out. You know, no more, you know, no more welcome here in the Philippines kind of thing. Now they're switching up the game and they're saying, wait a minute, wait a minute, come back, come back. We were only joking. We were only joking. Come on back because, you know, China might point at us and we don't want to have that happen. So, you know, you're welcome to come back. Open up along the Post City. Uh, all the nightclubs are open. We'll sell you fresh balut. Balut. You don't want to suck balut, run for your lives, and don't let the little kids, no matter how cute they are, polish your sneakers. Because they're going to flip that sign around, and you're going to owe them a lot of money. Next one up, praise God. Trump gets wish. Special master was appointed to review the FBI raid. What does this mean? We don't know. Is it going to be anything that's worthwhile? Probably not. I don't think so. You got a lot of really smart people, you know, Newt Gingrich and all kinds of folks out there that seem to think that they're going to convene the grand jury. The question that I have is are they going to convene the grand jury before the midterm elections. They don't even have to indict Trump. They can just convene the grand jury. And once news leaks out about that before the midterms, guess what? And never mind the Dominion voting machines and, oh, man, the busing of the, the, the Latino folks all over the country and all the things. I mean, my goodness, you know what? All I can say is that if they don't cause a black swan false flag event of an order of magnitude that is absolutely almost in alignment with 9-11, if they don't cause something like that to happen before the midterm elections, then the only reason I can come up with that they wouldn't is because the global satanic crime syndicate is absolutely beyond positive that they have nothing to worry about. And if that is the case, it's a game over. And all we got to do is continue to watch the things that are happening across the world, use spiritual warfare prayers, pray for the lost, and be prepared to go out and serve Jesus if it requires you. And, and, and again, I cannot hide more. I don't know how I'm, I'm going to do it. I don't know. I don't have the time. I wish I had the time. I wish I did, but I don't really. I don't know how I could. And maybe the Lord will make that time for me. Maybe the Lord will make the time for you as well. But we, I really believe in my heart that, you know, in accordance with uh, J. Vernon McGee's vision of the end times, which says that the Christian evangelical, not, you know, it's not just the evangelicals, it's a Christian church by and large across the world, will ultimately become no more and will become like an underground church and be convening in people's individual homes. That would be really kind of cool because that would give us the camaraderie, fellowship, and what would be necessary for us to be able to go out on force with the anointing of the Holy Spirit and knock on doors, change people's lives, and bring them as guests, again, Matthew 22, to the wedding supper of the Lamb. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. What a wonderful thing that would be. And on that note, glory to God. Let's go ahead and bring on Sister Elena. Praise Jesus. Here we go. Uh -huh. 
Praise God. Sister Lena, are you there? I am here. How are you doing? Don't ask. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I will say this. I will say this. After a type of hell on earth that is continuing without re, with no no respite and no relenting at all, and it's only getting, you know, I, my earthly eyes are seeing it get worse and worse. Um, I just have to let it go, and I'm trusting God. I'm spending a lot of time reading scriptures, um, scriptures yeah. about you know, doing word studies on the word afraid. That that, that brings up, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, gob, gushing numbers of scriptures about how we put our trust in our Father. We don't worry about being afraid. What do we, what do we care what man can do to us because we're already destined for eternity in right. heaven? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and uh, it's very it, – it's a good thing. You know, it, it really makes me – kind of like okay with it all. Um, I don't care much for it because when it comes to my job, I tend to be a bit of a control freak, you know, because in 26 years, I've never had a project go sideways, ever. I've always delivered on time, under budget, and made the customer very happy. And for the first time, that control has been yanked out of my hands, and I've been fed, you know, a big quarry truck. You know, the, the, the analogy would be a giant quarry truck backed up over my head, full of elephant poo-poo, and just dumped the whole thing right on the top of my head. And I'm just sitting there going, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Give me another one of those afraid, trust God scriptures. Okay? So there's my short version of a very long, tedious story. Okay, but anyway, so but I hear we're you. glad to have you join us. Right? I'm glad to be here. This is a man compared to the hell on earth and the stress that I'm going through at work right now. I am like so glad to be here. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know what I mean? The radio show is like, you know what I mean? It's a form of escape from all the ugly that I got to deal with, you know what I mean? Elsewhere. So thank you for joining us tonight. I know. Well, I, I do know myself and several other people. I've heard the same. We can feel the darkness. We can feel the darkness beginning to um, let loose on the face of the earth or be made manifest or find a word that you like. But it is, I woke up this morning. Oh, my goodness. The oppression was off the chart. Just this heavy, heavy, ugh. And, and, you know, I don't really live in a populated area, so that's just, it's, and it's been like that now for a couple of weeks, and we're, I'm feeling it in my core. So there's that. But I have had something really, really wonderful happen, um, and we are probably going to have a tough show because the enemy really does not like me talking about this stuff. So if you hear my daughter crying, I'm going to warn you in advance. That sometimes this happens when you have an Emily. Um, wow. The timing of that was rather was remarkable. very interesting. Are you still there? <laughs> we, we lost your audio. I we were like, here. okay. Talk about supernatural timing, here. man. <laughs> I am here. Elena, I know, I, there's college. a terrible echo in the line. Do you hear this? Do you hear the echo? No echo here. Hello? Okay, good. Okay, good. So um, there's just a oppression in the last couple of weeks that I can't say that I have felt, and I've heard the same from a lot of people that, you know, are either prayer warriors, they pray with me, or friends that are, you know, in, 
you know, different groups that I belong to as I've got friends, and every one of them are saying the same thing, that, that they're feeling this. And it's, um, it's tough. But I've also had something really wonderful happen, and it was a couple weeks ago. The Lord woke me up at 3 in the morning to pray. And as I was praying, all of a sudden I was overcome with, like you said, crying. You know what I'm talking about, the shoal-shredding sobs, you know, where you just these deep sobs that come from your toes somewhere. And you don't know why, but you figure you're interceding over something, and whatever it is, it just, just got to come out, and you keep doing it. And then all of a sudden I look up at the clock, and it's, 4.30, and as I go to look back, I felt Jesus sitting on the bed. Now, I know a lot of people aren't going to believe me, and it's okay because, you know, this this happened to me, and I know it was real because of the events following this. I mean, it is 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> so, but he took my hand, and I took his. We didn't talk. We didn't need to talk. I've known him forever. It was just one of those where you have known this person forever and you don't need to talk. You just need to sit. And um, there were no words. It, it was a good, a good I don't know, hour that it was like that. So over the next week, I, I didn't know what that was about. The Lord started to reveal to me some soul ties and trauma bonds and even other people's parts that, do not belong in, in my space, in my realm, in my spirit, in, in my system. So, you know, I prayed against that and threw all that out, and that happened. And then a few days later, I was cleaning, and I wasn't thinking of anything in particular except getting the stuff done. You know how that is when you clean. You just want to get through it. I heard myself say out loud, you are integrated. And I stopped. Like, oh, that what no wait <laughs> that wasn't an altar I've never heard that voice like that before I just stood there completely like frozen and I knew this wasn't me at all this was the Holy Spirit right then and there I knew that the Lord was pulling me together and it was going to be his doing and my healing has always been his doing so what this means is that the old memories I have are no longer this disjointed, disassociated, floaty thing out there. They're solid. They're my memories. And on top of that, I have been getting a whole lot of new memories along with downloads that everything, you know, the things that I have wrestled with for years making sense. So the barriers are gone. Um, I have gotten, the Lord has brought me past the altars, the implants, whatever they did to the designer brain damage, I call it. Whatever he did, he did a healing that morning, and now my memories are mine. And, And that, for someone like me, is huge. Because they have robbed me of a big chunk of me most of my life. And, 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 and now we've come together. Now, I can still, you know, I still know that some of my altar, particularly some of the bigger chunks, are there. But their thoughts are now my thoughts. And it's not like it's somewhere else in the back of my head somewhere. So, anyway, this is all a good thing. But this is not what I want to talk to you about. I want to talk to you about something that is 
crazy wild. You don't have to believe me. It's okay. But it's something that, you know, we all are going to be dealing with really, really soon and are already. It's just not as, as extreme as it's going to get. So what I'm going to talk to you today is about the Nephilim. Um, and, you know, we've all, we, well, see, I always have to start at the place that um, people do not know what a Nephilim is. But I think most of you, the people that listen to you, Johnny, they all know what this is. But just, you know, to, to know what these are, the Nephilim are the seed of um, the fallen angels and of human beings. And this is all throughout the scriptures. It's all throughout history. And it's, you can't deny this has happened. They produce giants. Anyway, um, the Nephilim agenda is not a movie. And this is what they've done. They put movies in front of us, so we all think this stuff is fiction. <laughs> Truth is stranger than fiction. And I can tell you because I've gotten a number of my memories back. Um, it is certainly stranger than fiction, and the Nephilim agenda is hidden and as dangerous as it gets. These are cannibals. They want what we have. And they're determined to get it, and they've got things that we don't have, and I'll get there in a minute. The Nephilim are certainly, though, an abomination before the Lord, and that is an amazing thing. We have the Creator on our side. They can't stand a chance. We are in the days of Noah. You know, I I don't think that there is too many of us that would not agree that we weren't in the days of Noah. And one of the biggest problems, the reason we had a days of Noah is because of this Nephilim agenda. They had totally destroyed everything. And they had sinned against everything that God had called good. I am quite sure that it was the last thing the Lord had wanted to do, but he had to do it because of how horrible these things are. You know, you've seen alien, uh, mm -mm, no, that's nothing. I think we can agree that we are in the days of Noah, just like they were back when Noah was building his ark. Um, the, The Nephilim agenda is the core and the connection of the secret space programs, Montauk, the never ending genetics, tinkering, the ET breeding program, and I'm going to call it ET so you know that these are, I don't think these are extraterrestrials. I think they, you know, technically the military calls them IBE, interdimensional biologically based entities. They're Nephilim. Okay. And um, even the the agenda with, with these jabs is going on, but I'm not going to talk about that tonight. This agenda is stamped top, 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 top secret and will not be disclosed until the Lord said so. And that will be their big reveal, you know, that Johnny was talking about earlier. Yeah, they're really excited about that. But they can't do that until the Lord says it's okay. So um, I wanted to begin tonight with a little bit of a a journal entry so you can kind of see where I'm going with this. this was in 2016. I had recall. I had this recall. I was about six years old, and wherever I was, I could see and hear everything that was going on, but nobody could see me. I was inside the sun, but it was not hot at all. This is where the sun people live. What I saw was like a busy city with streets and buildings, etc. People were walking around everywhere. 
Most of them were very tall and horrible, mean, nasty, and quite strange looking. They looked human, but not human. And because this is a little, I mean, it's very difficult to describe. They called themselves the Sun People, and they called the place internment, which was interesting. When I woke up, I had to look up internment because I wasn't sure I knew what it meant. Well, when I looked up internment, I mean, I didn't see the internment people, but I heard them being talked about. Internment is another word for concentration camps, and it specifically means confinement of enemy citizens in wartime or terrorism suspects. Why, it could simply mean imprisonment, but it tends to refer to preventative confinement or um, a political um, confinement. We have political prisoners right now in D.C. Anyway, so these sun people were wearing Egyptian-style clothing. I believe that this happened on Sirius because I've been there so often. Okay, so that's, that's what I think. In the next recall, I was in the place of the water people. And this is what we're going to talk about quite a bit tonight. The water people were walking around under the water. But it really, it was like we were not under the water. We were under the water, but we weren't under the water. We were in another city where there's houses, restaurants, shops, etc. No, it wasn't SpongeBob. It was just like being under the water, but you were in an enclosure. And I believe where we were was something called the secret chambers. But anyway... It was a a lot like what I saw was going on with the sun people, but the lighting was different. There was also parts of that city that were much darker, musty, and murky than the sun city. And I believe where I was at that point was Atlantis. Um, So I thought maybe I would just, I mean, for those that are listening in that don't know what a nephilim are, it's okay. I'm going to go ahead and read just a couple scriptures so you can see this is in the Bible. I will put enmity, open hostility between you and the woman, between your seed, which is your offspring, and her seed. He shall fatally bruise your head, and you shall only bruise his heel. This is Genesis 3 and 15. The heel is in the original language or the DNA of the image of God. And I you know, would welcome anybody to go do a deep word search on that. It's just a beautiful thing. The Nephilim were in the earth in those days and also after that. So when the sons of God came into the daughters of men, they bore children to them, and some were the mighty men that were of old, the men of renown. And then that was Genesis 6 and 4. They have taken some of their daughters as wives for themselves and their sons, and they have mingled the holy race with the people around them. And the leaders and the officials have led the way in this unfaithfulness. When I heard this, I tore my tunic and cloak, and I pulled my hair from my head and beard, and I sat down appalled. This was Ezra 9, 2 and 3. Why? Why is this so serious? This is a huge deal. The Nephilim are the sole reason, again, for the days of Noah. Everywhere they go, they bring desolation. They are also referred to symbolically as the locust. And if you have seen an area that of locusts have visited, it's just stripped clean. That's what they do. These creatures have been idolized in movies. Starting in the 50s, we got bombarded with, quote, unquote, much ado. They called it science fiction. It was a genre in and of itself, but it was about the starry host, which was these buggers. 
And also their father is the fallen ones. But anyway, I have to ask, where's the church? Where is the church? Where are our leaders? I really could have heard about this a long time ago. I mean, these guys studied the Bible. They learned its languages and traditions. Certainly they knew about this. Why, or did it make them uncomfortable to talk about this? They were afraid they would lose a membership and they wouldn't be able to support their church, which is fear, which is wrong when we have the Lord. I mean, to go ahead and expose this stuff to, to believers, they need to know. Now you can tell believers about this and they are as programmed as the people of Babylon. They don't know any different. And I find that to be incredibly frustrating because this is an agenda that has seriously impacted my life and the life of many others. You don't even know how bad it's impacted you. You don't. They take you out of your bed at night. They do all this stuff to you. They actually use you in in a ritual up there, which attaches to you um, all kinds of... um, It it opens up access into your life. When they've done this to you. So, you know, maybe that day you have a car accident, you get sick, you lose your job promotion, you get, you get, you know, you know, your husband cheats on you, all these things. Just one way they get at you. So our church needed to deal with this a long time ago. We needed to know about this. There was a few pioneers that went forward and, and they called out the demons, and I thank God for them because these really are that. It's okay to use those words, but it's not that because they walk among us. They're wearing meat suits. They look just like us, and they're hurting us. Anyway, okay, I will, I will leave that alone. I'm not picking on the church. I just, I just think we need to do better. We need to do better by... Um, by people that don't know how destructive this is, and they need to know. The Nephilim have been, since the beginning, a blood stain on humanity. They have raped, robbed, abducted, cannibalized, sodomized, and ultimately destroyed every last thing they could get their hands on. This is a tsunami of an abomination before the Lord. It began in Genesis 6 and 4, and it's continuing through today. They never left. They went underground. They convinced us all they didn't exist. They um, created all kinds of very tiny little versions of themselves that they could infiltrate. Again? Yeah, they've been busy. Um, The Nephilim are the reason, again, that the Lord had to bring the floodwaters and destroy every living thing on the face of the earth because the Nephilim will sin against everything the Lord has called good. But this is not the worst of it. The worst of it is what their fathers did. They commingled their seed with human seed. And that was a smack in the face to the image of God. And they are forever going to be punished in a way that even the angels, they can't stand looking at it. It's so fierce. These creatures have been a large part of my life since I was born. And I do believe a lot of it has to do with my bloodline. I think a hidden occultic bloodline is going to have a lot of demonic um, attachments. And if you, by chance, escape and join the enemy's camp, they're really going to hate you then and stalk you and make your life miserable. They're going to victimize you as much as possible. 
They, they wanted to kill me. They tried time and time again. They were not allowed. So um, over the years, the Lord has granted me access to memories that I didn't even know existed. They do wipe your mind. They can take you out of They use electromagnetics. That can scramble your brain just in and of itself. And they know how to use it, and they're really good at it. They are the masters of molecular um, manipulation. They can walk right through your walls, and they've taught people how to do it. And by the way, people can now do what the fallen angels used to do. They taught us how to do the stuff that they do. They taught us how to do this genetic manipulation. They, they taught us how to, you know, do things on CRISPR. And... <laughs> The Lord has given me access to memories that I didn't even know existed. And and furthermore, he has backed it up with scriptures. This agenda is clearly woven through the word, but we missed it. I know there's a lot of people that listen in on your show, Johnny, that have not. But not everybody listening in knows what these are. So it's just going to go back to the very basics and go from there. Um, The Lord has has, has caused me to be given gifts. And I've been afraid of these gifts, and I've hidden from them, and I'm not doing it anymore. I can hear his voice just fine. I can see into the spirit, and I can feel his heart. And those are his gifts to me because I've had to navigate a life that most people don't even want to even think about. So he gave me those gifts, and I am very blessed because of them. I'm not bragging on myself. I'm not saying I'm this great person because I got – no, The Lord gave me those because he knew I was going to need them. It was necessary to navigate a very, very tough path. And you're going to know why in a minute. For those of you that are listening and you don't want to believe me, I'm asking you to at least take these things into consideration. If you don't want to acknowledge these things that I'm saying are true, um, that you don't want to know that the Nephilim are here right now. They're impacting your life, whether you want to acknowledge it or not. If you look at the technological explosion and how degraded our society has become, you don't have to look any further. The human society in and of itself didn't do that until we started, you know, having relations with these, and I'm going to call them what the angels, they're bastards. They are illegitimate. That's what the angels call them, and that's such a good word for them. Um, they hate humans. They hate purebloods. They want you dead or they want you as mutated as they are. And if you think it's bad now, if you think watching these crazy people doing the crazy things they're doing and, 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 and getting patted on the back, like, uh, and it seems like there is some kind of power structure in place that is absolutely cheering and applauding every kind of wickedness they can. Oh, you want to break into a federal building? That's fine, as long as it agrees with our politics. And we're going to go ahead and accuse other people of doing exactly what we're doing. And so they lie. They cheat. They steal. They murder. They run children. They're cannibals. A lot of what you're looking at, These are people that should have been dead a long time ago because their liver is shot from how much they drank are surprised Nephilim inside. That's why they're so wicked. There is no humanity in them. It's all gone. If there ever was any, it's gone now. They are completely infested with demons. They are what the the fallen ones wanted. They wanted fit extensions. 
And the one that is really good to read about what that is is Tom Horn. But anyway, um, Jesus said about the days we live in, unless these days are shortened, there should be no flesh saved. But for our sake, the elect, those days should be shortened. And, and they shall be shortened. And I think I'm seeing it now. The time thing is so crazy right now. You get up, it's over. Anyway, um, so during the flood, many of the Nephilim died planet according to some writings some under the sea when Noah was building his ark they weren't stupid they saw what was going on they were prepping in a facility now I don't know how long it's been down there so there might have already been an existing thing down there I'm not going to get into all that this facility is in a place in the Atlantic that they call the secret chambers. They have them in all the seas, but these are the ones I know about. They got them in Antarctica, too. They had these secret ch- This is the Lord's doing. This is part of his structuring of the planet. And they just know where it is. That's all. They called this facility Atlantis. And the group that has been there has been there ever since. And they call themselves Atlanteans. Now, some people, particularly New Agers, think this sounds cool. But in reality, this is a really nasty group whose genetics can be found in many of the ancient sea peoples, like the Philistines. Their god is the fallen cherub, Dagon, Dragon, Dragon, where we heard this before. Now, is it the fallen cherub, or is it one like him, a fallen seraph? I don't know. I don't. A lot of these things, you just got to wait and see, and eventually you'll find out, or when you cross over, you'll know enough, and you don't care anymore. Um, the Bermuda Triangle is a pretty good indication of what's going on underneath there. The magnetics are unpredictable. They sink ships, planes, helicopters, you name it. And that's because they want to feed the hybrids underneath there a good meal of human flesh. The more children on board, the better. And I know this is graphic, and I'm sorry, but this is what we're dealing with, and you need to know it. They have always been cannibals. It's one of their signatures. And what are we seeing in Hollywood right now? The stars. Mm. Stars are also equated with fallen angels. So the star seeds, again, Nephilim. Hollywood is now boasting on their cannibal restaurants. And these are popping up all over the place. Anyway, these son of a guns have impacted my life wall-to-wall hell ever since I was a child. I have been abducted hundreds of times. I have been chipped. I've been implanted. I've been stalked. I've had money stolen. I'm not even going to go into all of it. They're criminals. They're every bit as bad as something you can see on this plane of existence. They are there. You're lucky you can't see them because if you did, you you wouldn't like it bad enough that you have to see what you got to see here. I put pictures up on my blog if you want to see some of the stuff. I mean, there's plenty on there throughout, you know, the pages, but I tried to collate a few so you can see, um, you know, some of the things that I've had to put up with. I also put up a link to a blog post that one of my younger alters and I did together. Um, So... um, the thing is, is that although there has been a number of brilliant writers, I'm thinking of people like 
Timothy Alberino and Tom Horn and, and, you know, some of the guests have been on Johnny's show. And I mean, there's just so many that are out there talking about this, but I find that their audiences are ironically small. If you compare the group that is listening to the nonfiction version of what this massive amount of people are flocking to the movie theaters to see a dumbed down, watered down liars version of what they can't do anything about. And if you notice in the movies, nobody ever uses the name of Jesus against these monsters. They should be learning what they can do about it because they're going to need to know. They're going to need to know when they should rebuke, when they should take up. They're going to need to be able to plug in and hear the voice of the Lord. On this blog, I've also written uh, in many ways and the tools and the devices that they have to manipulate, divide, and deceive us. And, oh, by the way, I better give my, uh, uh, my WordPress. It is Realms of Hope. That's R-E-A-L-M-S of Hope, H-O-P-E dot WordPress dot com. And it's the latest blog I put up. It's called Nephilim Days of Noah. Okay, so these two seeds were not ever meant to commingle, but commingle they did. This was the ultimate slap in the face at the image of God, like I said earlier. In the beginning, the devil and his minions were told that they were to minister unto the image that the Lord had placed within Adam and Eve. Now, we don't know now what they look like. And, and there's been, you know, many, many paintings, et cetera, done. I do know this, that Adam and Eve on down were kings and queens. So they were pretty regal. They fell from grace. And so when the enemy rebelled, he got thrown out of heaven, and he's been working diligently ever since to twist and destroy and overtake that image within human beings ever since. This ability is also amazing from the enemy's standpoint. It is an incredible camouflage. Cameras do seem to pick up some of the holographic shenanigans that go on, and so many of us have seen the shape-shifting videos um, posted in massive quantities on the Internet. And clearly, most of, many are not camera artifacts, as they like to suggest over and over again. And that is because they like us to lie to ourselves. Now, I'm not suggesting everything you see on your photographs or I, is, is something supernatural, although right now I can't be too sure about that either. But I would say a balanced approach to what you are dealing with on a daily basis will probably help to keep your um, perspective um, on a firmer footing. If you know that you are dealing on the phone with some lunatic and you can mute your phone and rebuke the devil that's driving that poor soul crazy and then wait to hear them calm down, it's worth a shot. I've done that plenty, by the way. So, um, yeah. Um, So if they are camera artifacts, that's fine. But I'm suggesting to you that there is far more out there than what you thought. 
that we've all been given programming that this stuff doesn't exist. And that was deliberate. They are the ones that started that. If you, if you, you know, if you couldn't discern it with the five senses, well, then you were crazy and you probably needed some kind of concoction from Sigmund Fraud, who thought um, cocaine was what fixed all ills. So, okay. They did then what they're doing now. They broadcast a narrative and they got everybody in line with it. And so now if you were educated, anything that was supernatural or anything that you could discern either through your spirit, through your eyes, like I can sometimes, now oh, you were probably hallucinating. And this has been for me very difficult because the Lord opened my eyes to I didn't believe what I was seeing. I had been programmed to believe, to doubt my own eyes. And, and they're doing it to everybody. They are causing us to doubt what we see, hear, and interact with every single day. They cause us to believe it's, you know, oh, it's just this, or it's just that. Paul told us to focus on the things that are unseen rather than, because because those are the things that are permanent. Now, I'm pretty sure he was referring to the things of the kingdom, but you still got to get past the, the, the dirt that's around you every single day. You know, when I'm really being attacked by the enemy, the last thing I want to do is pray. It is so thick. And I know I'm talking to some of you out there. You go through the same thing. I know because I get your emails. It's like I can't pray. I, I don't know what's up. And, you know, you get some friends around you. Like Johnny said, get some people around you. If they're not your neighbors, even if it's somebody on the phone or online, somebody that maybe you, you were friends with in college. I don't know. There's so many. Ask the Lord to bring you. Some intercessors that will pray with you. He just recently did that for me. It's one of the biggest blessings in the last month. It's just huge blessing. So in a nutshell, angels can shapeshift. So can the Nephilim. And in the days of Noah, they came to women in many forms. In fact, right now, what appears to many of us is draconian laws regarding sexual purity, like be stoned if you get caught in adultery, somebody needs to die. I don't think you can really understand how important, how drastic that was to the keeping the the bloodline pure. The commingling of seed is the biggest sin ever committed. So the Lord made sure that bloodline remained genetically pure. So if fallen angels can shapeshift and appear as men, plus they have this incredible charismatic attraction, something almost hypnotic, which I can tell you for a fact is true, there has to be some really strong boundaries in place. And that's why the law seems so draconian at times. It had to be that way. The Lord was protecting Even us, even then, he was protecting us. King David said he loved the law. I could never really understand that because it seems so harsh. But now I know why. 
They were in place for a very good reason. The Lord was keeping his people, his image, his bloodline safe from any more of the mutilation, the mutating that had gone on prior in the different cultures and people groups. Species, and I don't even know what to call them because they're not people and they're not spirits. They're something else. They're nephilim. I think that's as good a word as any. You want to call them ET or aliens, go right ahead. I like nephilim. What they're capable of doing is without question beyond our comprehension. You think about the brutality of war and who's involved with that. So Noah was the only one in his generation who's genetic or 100% pure. The Lord had to preserve the seed because it was only the pure human seed that that Jesus could do his work. The enemy worked overtime to keep that from happening, and he lost. In the end, if you think about it, that poisoning, that tainting of the human genome also meant the death of Jesus Christ, the very seed of God, who was there at the beginning. All things were created through him. My heart breaks at what this cost him, but I'm humbled and I'm grateful and I'm overwhelmed that God himself was willing to fix this by making the ultimate sacrifice. Jesus shed his untainted, pure blood to restore our fallen, toxic blood. Once we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, his blood covers us all. He covers us. He covers ours. He covers everything that's in there that's nasty and gross and unacceptable to him. The fallen genetics are no longer an issue. The purity of the image is restored once and for all. The creator, the creator of all things, and his very image we bear, cannot and will not commingled with any part of the devil. Nice try, Satan, but you didn't win. When the Nephilim die, their spirits take the form of a ruffian, and these cannot leave the earth. But they never left. They're still here. Now, how do I know all this? Well, I've been there. I've been to Atlantis. The Atlanteans have come after me since I was a child. They're a big part of Montauk. I I can distinctly remember three separate abduction experiences under the sea with these underwater beings. They have laboratories under there. They create um, everything, soap, shampoo, stuff they put in your food. They, um, stem cells, they got that going. They, they got things that, that, are, that are just crazy wild. They have um, created a, an actual cloak of invisibility, and they gave that secret to MIT. MIT's had it for over 20 years. Um, okay. I had a cosmic handler that had to be driven away from me. His name is Toth, who also goes by the name The Atlantean. I live on the Atlantic Ocean. I basically live in it. <laughs> the, the, the piece of land I'm in, pretty much in the Atlantic. 
And more than that, I married one. I married an Atlantean. He's got that DNA. Now, the Lord has been speaking to me about this for years. I have fought him on it. You can talk to any one of my friends. They'll tell you they see it. But I keep going back and forth with it because they're both human and not human. Um, it has taken me forever understand what I got myself into so long ago. And I, and I know some of you are sitting there saying, you know, aren't you losing it? Are you losing it? I mean, everybody thinks their spouse is from the devil. No, I'm not, I'm not losing it. The Lord has been telling me, like I said, for years, and I really couldn't accept it. He has given me sign after sign, and the only reason I'm talking about it now is he gave me another one on Saturday that's pretty personal that only I would understand that that was it. It is what it is. And I'm going to speak on it because I think there's a lot of people that have fallen into the same trap because they haven't changed any. They still, human women, they still need human women because they feed off of us. And I'll get to that in a minute. When I moved here in 1998, I had no clue about the fish people who live here. It is so thick in here. It's so bad. And they have these supernatural capabilities that are, it's like a form of hypnosis. It's like you become obsessed with them, but you don't know why you don't even like them. It's something they, that they're capable of doing. They can draw you in like that. Um. I was actually tricked into marrying one. They burned my house down. They stole my car. I have nowhere to go. I'm a single mom. I have two little kids. This man says to me, let's just get married, trusting that he was honest. He just sincerely wanted to help. I said, yes. I thought I loved him. He was a lot of things I wanted in a man. He was strong, athletic, outdoorsy, that kind of stuff. And most importantly, he came from a Christian family. Yeah, it's all mouth. It has nothing to do with um, the truth and behaviors. That's why Jesus said, by their fruit you shall know them. Now let me kind of describe um, this group of marauders. And yes, I married an Atlantean fishman. There, I said it. For starters, they look just like us. They are incredible actors. I'm sure their fathers in the abyss have standing ovations for them. I I thought I was marrying a born-again person that was involved with Promise Keepers, who was also a Sunday school teacher. Now, mind you, this is right at the end of the 90s, so this was all a thing back then. I was in the marriage for two weeks when I realized it was not that at all. As I struggled um, with my decision that I felt was made from desperation, which but I still made it. I did everything I I could think of to make it work. I mean, I suggested we go to counseling in his church. <laughs> he meets me in the in the parking lot and he's screaming at me. I've just never seen anything like this. And then this seems to be something he does on a regular basis. He's very violent in his behavior. Um I lived for years in a state of shock and confusion. I have never seen anybody act 
like these individuals, more or less a believer. I don't know why I didn't figure this out before. And I'm searching out psychological. He's borderline. I mean, kept going to counselors and they would give me these labels. He's borderline. He's a narcissist. He's all these. None of them fit, though. None of them really fit. And and that's because that wasn't it. Although they do have some of those characteristics, I truly believe that narcissism is the personality type of devils, Satan himself. I mean, that's what the story of narcissists is about anyway. Uh, and basically it was a rare disorder till a few decades back. All of a sudden, or so it seemed, there was this explosion of narcissism. If you look it up on YouTube, there's millions of hits. In my opinion, this is a direct result of the genetic tinkering, the abduction, the breeding program brought to us by the Nephilim Greys, which, by the way, let me just kind of talk to you about them for a minute. They've, they've declassed several of the autopsies that they've done on these beings. They all have human DNA. And they got other stuff too, but they all have human DNA. Genesis 6-4 is proved right again. So um, what they have done is they have assimilated themselves into us. They have seeded us with themselves. And it's altogether wicked because they are the genetic expression of fallen angels. They're full of pride. They're full of greed. They're, they're, They're full of every wicked thing, every abomination you can think of. But all the while, putting on this, they kind of flip back and forth. They have this very genuine, no, it's not the con job of the narcissist. It's very genuine. Aside to them, which I believe is their humanity that's coming forward. Anyway, I have seen whole towns up in one of these ships. If you don't think this is going on, you better think again. It is going on. And and some years ago, there was quite a bit of, of people you know, giving their testimonies on YouTube, they've shut a lot of them down, except for the new age ones. But it's true. This, you know, you mentioned Carrie Cassidy. She was very good, very thorough with putting, you know, her guests were very um, articulate. And a lot of them even had pictures and proof with them. You know, she was good. But she, um, she doesn't come at it from the point of view as a child of God. And that's what makes us different, Johnny. Anyway, so the Atlanteans are basically pirates. They steal. They love gold. They are greedy. They are stingy. They are hoarders. If they offer you a hand, they want your whole arm in return. My stomach twists when I get around some of the people in that family. And, and, and you know, here's me, the programming. Oh, it's just you. And, you know, I'll have this, you know, running dialogue with myself that I'm being something, whatever, when in fact, the Lord was talking to me that there is evil on these people, and that was my my warning system, and I ignored it for years. I really believe I was programmed to dismiss the supernatural, particularly the evil supernatural, and I think that's why I fought against a lot of it, and I really have. Um, when, I, when I go to talk on this stuff, I, I hate it because... I get very nervous talking about it. And that's because of, you know, the leftover programming. If if you speak, then, you know, you'll get sick, you'll die, you'll this, that, and the other thing. They have a lot of those. They're called corrections, Warnerke corrections. And they those are usually paired 
with the compartmentalization. So if you get a memory back, this automatic shutdown comes because, I mean, you don't want to be called crazy. You don't want to be put in a mental institution. You don't want to be all these things that they, you don't want to die. I mean, so this is what's in your subconscious. You don't even know it's there. So when you see it, ah, that's not nothing, that's nothing, you know, you, you, but you felt it, you saw it, and, and you're denying it instead of rebuking it. Oh. So um, these beings wear negativity like a garment, and, I, and I'm sure everybody that's listening to me has been around one of these, where you come near them, and it's just, it's, oh, you want to back up. There's something that I used to say, it looked like he had a hornet's nest around his head. When they slip and they let that facade down, they ooze hate like a dense black fog. And why do they do that? I mean, they want to trigger you so they can harvest loosh from you. What is loosh? It's a form of energy. And you don't even know they're doing it. They trigger you into this mire of emotional, mental, and spiritual anguish. And you don't even know why it's there. You, you'll leave their presence. You'll get in the car. You'll drive, you know, somewhere just to get away from it. And it follows you because it's hooked into you. It's into your spirit, into your soul. You have to rebuke it. You have to ask the Lord to take it out. And then it will lift because it's, it's supernatural. Loosh is like nectar to them. They love it. They love to suck down your pain. That is fun for them. So one of your um, weapons of warfare is not to let them bother you. It's kind of hard. It's only the grace of God that will teach you that. But he will if you ask them. Their spirit is vampiristic. They have a vampire spirit. During the first years of this marriage, I was constantly drained. I lived in a state of despair all the time. This cost me dearly. Why didn't I leave him? These beings are masters of the cage. I lost my job, my car, my home, my career. The supernatural stalking, smearing, stabbing, cursing, even turned my own children against me. It was temporary, but it did happen. It was very painful. Again, more anguish. I had nowhere to go. I had two children, no car, no phone, no nothing, no job. And now I'm pregnant with my third I didn't know what to do except keep working on the marriage like a good Christian wife. And when my third child was born with a profound genetic disorder, not only did I get blamed for it, but today I'm convinced that disorder can be traced back to the, Atlante- the, the Nephilim, the Atlantean genetics. The Lord, though, allowed this for her sake. She's an amazing child. <laughs> I don't understand how she came from that. But he gave me her innocence in contrast to their wickedness. And I praise him for that. Yes, she's a lot of work. For my mistake, he, he buffered it a little bit. Um, so his older daughter, I've, I've never encountered a child like that. Her ability to manipulate is off the charts. So when it comes to doing evil, they're really good at it. I, I, that's what I want to say to you. I don't want to go on and on about this stuff because that's not the only reason I'm bringing it up. These are examples of what they're capable of. And it goes much deeper than that. It goes much deeper than some of these things. I I put some more stuff on on the blog and I'll probably continue to put things up there. um, Not to bore you, but to just show you how hateful they can really be. 
and they're all over the church. Now, these aren't deliberate, and they might be involved in the occult. I, I really haven't found any evidence of that, but I do know their behavior is occult. It might just come naturally to them. I don't know. And, and, and here's the thing. They can stop the scriptures while promoting adultery, fornication, theft, and even murder. They have no conscience. Somebody that's truly born again will have a conscience. But please hear me. Anybody can say they're a Christian. Satan knows the scripture better than you do. You have to watch their behavior. You have to watch if they're sneaky, if they're underhanded, if they're manipulative, even if they're complimenting you or flattering you. Watch and see what the motive is for that. Be careful. And and I'm going to be really open and honest with my mistakes so you younger ones can listen and maybe avoid them. What do they want? What do they really want? Well, besides money and loosh, they want your DNA. They steal it. They trade it. They trade your body cells, your blood, your flesh, your hair, and yes, your body fluids on trading room floors all over the cosmos. I can't tell you how many times my hairbrush has gone missing and then reappeared completely clean. I have waist-long hair. It's never clean. But when, it, when that happens, it comes back clean. That is a direct connection into me. So whenever it goes missing, I start breaking all the, all the, the ties, all the wires, all the things. There was uh, early into um, my healing journey, the angels told me that my parts were flung like sand all over the multiverse from a very young age because my father did this to me as well. My father was also Nephilim. Now, interestingly enough, I wasn't. I was born human. That was one of the reasons the occult rejected me. I didn't have enough of the fallen angel DNA they, to, to make them happy. That's why they couldn't understand some of the other giftings, like the remote viewing. They couldn't, they couldn't understand that. And that's why I kept yelling at them. Well, you, you don't need that. All you need is Jesus. And anyway, some of these things were used by my father to climb the hierarchy. Um, worked out for him. And when I fell head over heels with Jesus, the, the amount of hatred that came to me from him was phenomenal. Um, I don't know if, if I've really introduced myself um, my name's Elena. I was um, a multiple DID. I am SRA, a survivor of ritual abuse. I was never in the occult, but I have been used in their rituals. I was rejected by them. I was born to a high-level warlock in a hidden bloodline. Now, hear this. The hidden bloodline is the one you really need to look out for. The front men, those are just, those are just names. The ones you've got to look for, out for are the hidden ones. And there's, there's many. This is just one. There's some that are from Prussia. There's all different ones. Those are the ones where they're keeping the occult power. I was born to a high-level warlock who is also a ridiculously high-level defense contractor in the secret space program whose contact list also include the likes of Rumsfeld, Cheney, and countless CIA spooks. I can give you a list if you'd like. He hated God. Satan incited him against me. 
He despised me and took every opportunity to destroy me. And the fact that he was genetically connected made him a very powerful enemy that I didn't even understand I had. I knew he didn't like me, and I knew he didn't want me around, and that was painful enough, but I had no idea how deep that rabbit hole went until, well, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. I was attacked ruthlessly for years. And even then, even when I found it out, it took me some time to figure out that he was behind it. You know, funny thing, though, I'm still here and he's not. My tormentor is in the abyss. That doesn't give me any kind of satisfaction, by the way. But those of you that want to engage in these worthless secrets, that's where you're headed. That's where you're headed if you do not repent and ask the Lord to clean you up. Grace goes far, but it doesn't lend itself to repeat offenders of spiritual abuse. You need to repent. If you are engaging in any of this stuff, you know, the ancient paganism of the fallen angels, and that includes a lot of things, a lot of things, everything that is not Christ-centered, Jesus Christ-centered, is the fallen angels trying to pull you away from his love. That's not going to make me popular, but it's the truth. So that's about all I have to say. Um, Some of the details of the things that I've seen over the past 23 years are on the blog. You can read the, the spiritual activity on there. But um, that's about all I have to say about that. Um, It's been a real smack in the head to realize how how in my face this has been all along. And even though I've been given the gift of fear, this was blocked from my sight. And why, I don't know, maybe because it's too close. Maybe because the programming had to come off that this wasn't real. And we all have it. Everybody listening in, there is some form of disassociation when it comes to the things of the spirit. You know, like when I said, you know, Jesus came and sat on the bed, some of you were like, ho-hum, big deal. And it's okay. I understand. I've done the same thing sometimes to people. We're programmed to disassociate from the things of the spirit. Now, I'm not suggesting you be so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good. But I'm saying you've got to look at both. You've got to see the spirit as kind of the inciting incident for what manifests here. And what you're seeing in the governments of the world is just Nephilim having a great time overrunning everything. This is their turn as far as they're concerned. And they don't care what you think. I don't care how many times you march down the street with your Trump posters. It's not going to make any difference. Now, if you get on your knees and start rebuking them, maybe they'll leave you alone. But it's not going to stop what's coming. Nothing is. And at this point, you should be fighting for yourself, friends and family, and and leave it at that. Because what's coming on the face of the earth is basically judgment. Not against his people. Against them. And I'll tell you what's really going to bring the hammer down, the genetic tinkering 
They're growing Nephilim inside of people right now as we speak. Now people are doing it. Now people are making other people in their own image or creatures in their own image. They've made plenty of stuff. The list goes on forever. They've made glow-in-the-dark the mice. They've made, <laughs> they've grown ears on mice. They've grown mice that are cancer resistant so they can inject the antibodies into people. I mean, I can just keep going with it. And that's what they're letting you know. What are they not telling you about? Right now, they're drunk on their own power. So, and, and their system's so closed, they can't see how foolish they really are. They'll find out soon enough. Probably when it falls on their head, they'll figure it out. But then it will be too late. So, um, anyway, um, I don't have anything else, Johnny. If, if you do want to add anything to it. No. No, praise God. There is absolutely no sin in, uh, you know, um, rolling the show uh, down a little bit early. And I, I like it that way. I oh, think I could keep it, going it, if you'd like. I could keep going if you like. I just thought no, we, no, we, no, we no, had to get a no, that's okay. That's okay. You've already told us how to change the tire. You don't have to, you know, show us how to do truck tires. Too. No, I'm, <laughs> to beat it with no the I, hey, this is, hey, this, I'm telling you, you were Carrie Cassidying out a little bit, but with a little bit of a Jesus twist to it. So it's kind of cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I was fascinated. I was like, wow, this is kind of like a version of Coast to Coast AM plus Jesus. But anyway, yeah. um, but so I, I, I just want to say thank that's you for sharing that. True. No, um, not to me, um, and not to the vast majority of the regular listeners of this program by any stretch of the means. I mean, the, you know, the the people that listen to this program. Now, granted, there's probably some new new or meet you know different groups that maybe haven't been around for all the stuff that we've covered. But yeah, I mean, this is uh, par, you know, pretty par for a lot of the stuff that we have covered historically, and um, it, it it was a very powerful and. Um, well, deeply troubling and good, great warning kind of a testimony. Um, we all need to be aware of it. Uh, it could be in our lives right now. And we may not be aware of it. And, it is. Um, yeah, I know. No, I know. I know. Um, but I'm just saying, yet to the broader audience, it was so important that you brought all this stuff forward because there are those out there that probably don't, you know, completely understand oh, what Johnny, they're going it through. It was so hard when of I started writing the blog. Because I couldn't figure out where right. to begin. You got to begin right. at the beginning. So yeah. Right. Well, I have. I while not exactly the same dynamic. When I started writing uh, articles for Tribulation Now back in 2009, a year before that, I started researching on a big whiteboard and I drew a big Venn diagram. And like I had like mm-hmm. UFOs, one of the petals of the flower, and I had the ancient Sumerians and another one, and then I had like the New World Order and another petal. And I was trying to draw a correlation between all the groups. Well, anyway, then I decided to put it into a PowerPoint presentation. Once I got to like 450 slides, I did the math, and I thought, wow, in order to do this presentation, I'm going to have to book people for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday night for three hours and feed them. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm going to go broke. There's no way I can do it. So I'm with you. I know what it takes to do all that stuff. It's draining, and, you know, it's it's powerful, but it's – I'm going to apologize in advance because it's really been a rough few weeks. Um, I'll have to go back in later and edit it. So if you, the grammar Nazi, we'll fix it later. 
<laughs> no, no, no. Yes, I am going to sick all 15 of the Tribulation Now Kamenatis to your uh, webpage <laughs> right now to redline, okay, uh, every single sentence. So if you're so much as a space off anywhere in any of those paragraphs, you are busted. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? What I just shared with you is actually my life. That's part of what I do at work. Part of the process of every little thing that I do, got to go through a team of reviewers to like, you know, rip it to shreds and you should have put a comma here and you should have, you know, this should be a capital letter. Oh, you should have put a period here, but you shouldn't put a period here. And I'm like, okay, hey, you know, I'm not going to argue with you. Just tell me what to change and let's move on. <laughs> you know? well, but anyway. And, and you and Johnny, it was also hard because you know I'm coming to terms w- with what has actually happened in the last 22 yeah. years, and it's the only way I can describe yeah, see, it. I'm just audience. And, I'm just audience. To, uh, to me, it's not mm-hmm. an experience. I'm just learning from your experience. That's all. Yeah. So we so, don't. You know, it's like you know, I, it's like when somebody says, "Oh my gosh, my back hurts so bad. My back hurts so bad. I can't barely move. I can't walk." And you you're looking at him and you're thinking. Man, I feel bad for this guy, but I can't relate because it's never happened to me before. And it's right. um, but, but the warning is so relevant because what about the people that it has, right? And they can't figure it out. They're driving right. themselves crazy trying to find answers, and it's I right have, in I their have, face. Look, Elena, I had like about eight years ago, maybe nine years ago. I know it was before 2012, I think, maybe so. That'd be longer. But um, this lady, she I don't know. I got the impression she was in her 30s. She was living out in the West Coast area somewhere. I didn't need details. But anyway, she was um, – she figured out from listening to the radio shows and stuff that her boyfriend – well, it wasn't just that. It was also his behavior and stuff and the weird stuff he did in the middle of the night. But anyway, that her boyfriend – was like not from this earth kind of thing. And um, she gave me all the details about, you know, how he'd act and the strange lights, that light that would come from him in the middle of the night when he'd stand in the doorway and all. It was very Starman-like with, you know, uh, but anyway. Um, yeah, that lasted for a couple of weeks because she was having some very strange, she was like, what do I do? What do I do? And I said, well, what I'd like you to do is anoint the doorway with holy oil and say, in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus Christ, no entity of the darkness of any kind, live or dead human spirit, yeah. alien spirit, Nephilim spirit, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus, and you will not Jesus, come through this right. doorway. That's what I wanted her to do, but she she wouldn't. She didn't do it, and I was like, dang, nabbit, dark. You know, how many times in your life it's do you get to have somebody call you up and say, I got an alien as a husband? You know, I wanted to see that thing <laughs> for its life, you know? I was like, come on, man, change your mind. Put the oil up there. Let's do this. (laughs) She she wouldn't do it. Yeah. Well, her problem, because it's amazing to me how much I have seen, when I was down there in Arkansas, seven years of fighting nonstop everything in the book. And the only thing that I needed was just a few scriptures and a little anointing oil, and it fixed it. We were fine. We actually yeah. were fine. Um, no, I get it. I get it. It's weird too because um, you know, I'm I'm a 
if if it has to do with the okay, let's just use the colloquial term alien. Okay, if it has to do with anything alien, right? And by the way, that, that that's such a wide, broad stroke of the pen when you say the word alien because Don't anything hate, that's not indigenous to the, the earth word. is automatically an alien. But the point is, yeah. the point is this. The point is simply this. You know, we it's it's way bigger than any of us think. We know that which is out to get us, pretty much. But have a pretty good idea, and we can sense it, which is great. But it's it's a really big story. It's bigger than what Tom Horn wrote about. I, I love him. It's yes. bigger than what Chuck Mizzle yes. wrote about. I love him. It's bigger, it's bigger, 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 start, bigger, 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 Excuse the French, but um, then what we can imagine. The cosmos is huge. There's trillions of life forms. You, you know, uh, there's a, we are in a type of a hologram, which is in a containment zone on the opposite side of the Orion Belt. The Orion Belt has a portal that goes into the eternal realm of the universes. Mm-hmm. Heaven is at, and all glory, the planets, the, the actual planets and the civilizations are glorified. Okay, when you're in a glorified place, it's almost the type of heaven. Okay, but we're in a containment zone. We're, that's why God said in the book of Job, can you loose the belts of Orion? He was daring of you Orion. because he that's right. Correct. And can you guide the sons of Arcturus? Well, doggone it, where are the sons of Arcturus? In the, in the star system of Arctura. Well, God is saying, can mm-hmm. you, I dare you, can you even try to guide the sons of Arcturus? These are beings on another planet in the solar system of Arctura. All right? And that's in the book of Job. This is so big, and it's all around our Bible. It's sprinkled throughout it, but we concatenate everything down into a tiny little thimble-sized thought. You know, God, you know, you know we, we mistranslate everything. And um, it's because we don't see how big it is. We don't see... So even in the midst of the ugly, Titus 1.5, to the pure, all things are pure. So I think it's our challenge in all of our trials and tribulations to take away the pure learning experience that is there for you. And if that is using the name of Jesus and some anointing oil to get rid of any form of oppression, whether it shows itself in person or whether it stays in the demonic realm, Get rid of the oppression, get the holy oil, learn how to use spiritual warfare tactics, clean up your life, and pursue Jesus like crazy, like is, he is the only thing you care about, no matter what. Praise his holy name. Thank you, Jesus. And I wanted to thank you, Elena, for a great, amazing, riveting, mind-blowing, and it's sometimes kind of creepy, testimony about... <laughs> What you have been through, <laughs> okay? Because let me tell you what, I was like sitting there, I was I thinking love you, to myself, Johnny. okay, how far is she going to go? <laughs> I didn't go as far as I could have. <laughs> I know, I was having one of those, you know, come on down moments, you know, you are uh, the I, new contestant on the prices. I was gentle. <laughs> no, you, no, you did a good job. I didn't hear any of the kids screaming or crying or anything, so... I'll take that as a W column or whatever. Okay. All right. Well, God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you so much, Sister Lena. God bless you all. It is Wednesday, September 07th. Amen. Amen. Very much so. And we'll stay in touch with, uh, you know, SMS, of course. Uh, Wednesday, September 07, okay, of 2022. Why are we still here? I don't know. We'll just have to keep praying about it. And... 
this Friday. See you at the prayer vigil at 7 p.m., God willing. And, folks, nowadays when I say the Lord willing, I'm not just tacking it on there for, you know, things are tough. So, anyway, God bless you all. Thank you for coming. We'll see you at the Friday night prayer vigil. God bless you. Thank you. Okay. Powerful testimony. Ladies and gentlemen, Hey, who did that? Hold on a second. Oh, we still got a couple of minutes. Here we go. I was looking for the out music, but I was on the wrong page. There we go. Thank you, Elena. Thank you all for joining us tonight. We'll see you Friday night. Lord, we come to you with repentant hearts. We seek you with all our minds. Thanks the mercy of grace, redeemed we are by your embrace. Praise his holy name. Praise the King of Kings. When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? For you we will endure Until you come back for your bride To set her free Write our names in your book of life we are cleansed through your holy sacrifice As we lift your name on high Renew our mind, renew our soul Remove the scars from our past and demons I shall lift my obedient children to the clouds For they shall see my glory 